and welcome to the Sweet 16 edition of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. Nintendo, you bastards. <sighs> you bring up a good point. You bring up a good point. Um, Let's get our frustration out. Oh, God, I'm so frustrated. Uh, we're recording this episode Saturday, November 12th. Which means that yesterday was Friday, November 11th, right? Veterans Day. We honor our veterans. But it was also the release, or I guess the the lack thereof, (laughs) of the NES Classic Edition, Sam. I, like hundreds of thousands of people. Upset. To say the least. Frustrated, upset, pissed off are understatements. And I know I was off. You were working. And I know that you said that you were going to go, you know, on your break or lunch. You only had one shot. You you texted me in complete disarray. So me being trying to be a good friend, I was like, you know what? Let me see if FYE has it. Maybe Walmart. Let me check my local GameStop. Nada. The GameStop told me each GameStop only received 12 systems. What the hell are we going to do with 12 systems, Greg? Because I don't know. So just... I have a couple things I want to read. There was an article put online that perfectly sums up my feelings. Also, I want to read the post that we put on Instagram at We Podcast and We Know Things to kind of sum up my feelings in the moment because I wrote that right in the heat of passion. <laughs> so, so I want to read that just to kind of see where my, you know, get you into where my headspace was yesterday. So it came out November 11th yesterday, right? Friday, I should say. I go and I have a full-time job. So God forbid, God forbid I do the right thing and have a job. Okay. That's number one. Okay. So I can't just go wait in all these lines, right? I have to be in work. I usually get to work a little bit before eight o'clock and I usually stay till a little bit after six. I do not have the ability to just go wait in a line or do this, that, and the other troll websites or something like that. I just don't. Right. A couple years ago, Nintendo came out with these figurines. You might see them in my my other my front room up there, the guest room up there. And they are I have Mega Man, Pac Man, and Little Mac from Punch Out. They're figurines that come on a base. You put the base on the Wii U gamepad, and it's a NFC chip that like sit, puts that character into your game, or does a whole bunch of stuff. Oh yeah, I remember you, you told me that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, and it can do a whole whole host of stuff. Well, when they came out, Nintendo did the same exact thing, right? They they completely. I don't know if I even want to use the word underestimated because they knew that demand was going to be high. They completely undersold and undershot the quantity that these figurines were were produced at, and they were going for a hundred dollars on eBay. Mind you, the price was twelve bucks, thirteen bucks. Wow! So that, that's that third party reseller market. And was it the same thing like with the NES Classic, where it was limited one per person type of deal? I don't remember if it was limited one per person, but at least you got to pre-order them. Oh, it was very yeah. small windows for pre-orders that you could do, um, and that's just. And, and the NES Classic Edition didn't even let you pre-order the damn system. That's one hundred percent on Nintendo. But what they did with Amiibo is this is the problem I have is this reseller market. You have people that. Don't want the console or Amiibo, whatever the case may have been. 
that go in, they're the lucky ones that don't have the jobs or the whatevers. They get to buy one, right? And then they'll go to another store and buy another one, resell them for $300, $500. We've seen them for higher. Well, let's see. We've seen one for three grand, one for five grand, and we're talking a $60 assist. I mean, these people probably have no jobs, like you said, and maybe just need a little money, but that is absolutely ridiculous. And they will never open the box, and they're going to sell it to some sap who thinks that they're not going to get their console in time for the holidays, which I... I'm going to wait it out until I get my 5999 <laughs> NES Classic Edition from I don't give a shit who at this point. Now, I mean, they didn't say no release date of when if they're going to come out with systems or not. But if they hopefully when they do come out with, you know, the next the next round, let us pre-order it. Learn from your mistakes. What the hell are you going to do with 12 systems at a store? You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Well, I can give Amazon. I was going to give Amazon some kudos. Um they knew that there was going to be a shortage. Uh, they waited until 5 p.m. Eastern time yesterday, Friday, to release it. They See, didn't just do it at midnight. They waited for people to actually get done work. Right. And they and that's smart. Okay. 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Well, they were five minutes late because everybody's refreshing. The NES Classic Edition crashed Amazon. It crashed Amazon. Is that even possible? <laughs> and the hard part is... I'm refreshing, I'm refreshing, I'm refreshing. I finally get to it where it says add to cart. Oh my God, my 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 elation is through the roof. <laughs> I click add to cart. Guess what? Your shopping cart is empty. In the literal second that it took me to click add to cart from when I saw it, because my mouse was already hovered over it and I'm just hitting refresh on the keyboard, gone. <laughs> and I three different times, by the way. I try, I was going to try and surprise you that you know I got one of the systems because after you know I looked I called you know I mean we talked to our buddy Dom, you know with Dom Air Comics and he said that after his work he called nothing, so I went on eBay maybe maybe get lucky maybe someone had it for hundred bucks whatever I saw one for one sixty five like you we were with Amazon I added it to cart once I hit kind of proceed the checkout it was like your cart's empty I was going to kind of surprise you for it but that quick. Salty. Yeah, and like I said, I appreciate everything you did yesterday. But so, well, so the rest of the story is I left. I left work to go on my lunch break, right? So instead of eating my lunch yesterday, I drove to the Best Buy. Best Buy opens at ten, so I took a ten a.m. lunch. By the way, Best Buy opens at ten. I leave at nine thirty. I get there at nine forty-five, if that. Okay, a little earlier than nine forty-five. I'm the only one. I'm so excited. There's an offense two other people. So one of three people. Okay. And I'm like, this is great. I'm going to be one of the first three in line. I'm going to grab the system. I'm going to put it in the trunk. I'll be okay. We can review it for today's episode. Awesome. Elated. <laughs> but the one half of the doors are open, the sliding doors. So I'm like, all right, I used to work at this Best Buy. I know what that means. They opened early. So I get up there. Is this for the classic edition? Yeah, I'm here for the classic. Sorry, we sold out. Eight o'clock, sold out. Well, you don't open till ten. Yeah, we just decided to let the people that were in line, since it's cold out, we let them go. Now, why? Okay, if you're gonna sell, I know like the lady at GameStop said that they did like a midnight release, a surprise yeah, midnight. Yeah, but there was no announcement, nothing. How the hell are we supposed to know? I'm not and psychic. That's the, and that's the point. They didn't want a hundred thousand. They wanted the people that knew about it to know, right? They didn't want the casual person coming in. If you wanted the system that bad, you'd be there. Again, job. Exactly. Not not going to spend my midnight at a fucking GameStop. So this is the this is the Instagram post I wrote uh, yesterday morning, Friday morning, after coming home from 
Best Buy, and on the way home, I have to pass a Toys R Us. Went in there, obviously out by then. So by 10 o'clock, zero, gone. Only one person I know out of my 862, thank you to the three people that deleted me. Go fuck yourselves. Uh, (laughs) Out of those people, one person has one. That at least made it known that they have it. One person. Lucky bastard. Right. But here's so here's the post I wrote. <clears throat> Thanks, Nintendo. This is solely on you. I apologize that I have a job and can't just get up and wait in crazy lines for the NES Classic Edition. You made this unavailable for pre-order. You are the reason it is unavailable in every store and every online retailer. It is on you for never messaging the reason we would not be able to pre-order and for the reason you underproduced quantities. What an absolute joke that people like me with full-time jobs are not able to get this for who knows how long. The picture above is GameStop's website, but it's the same for Target, Best Buy, Toys R Us, Walmart, and every other online retailer. Amazon is my last hope when they go on sale this afternoon, but I doubt it. Thanks again. Hashtag Amiibo 2.0. So you're, you're really thrilled with their marketing plan. I have, we have a couple comments on that. Dominator Comics, like yep. you had mentioned earlier, at Dominator Comics. What Nintendo did was straight savage. Poor form, Nintendo. Poor form. <laughs> Stampede 21589. Who's that guy? Yeah, it sucked. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> and C. Nukem 4, co-worker. I was looking forward to this, but now I'm just bitter. <laughs> it's the truth, though. And it's, it's, it's so true, right? Everything, you, you had a chance, right? To take a $60 retro, and I'm going to do a little Sebastian for you, a $60 retro console. <laughs> Aren't you embarrassed? <laughs> they should be. And, and you turned it into this mass hysteria. People are left out in the cold literally for it. It was a beautiful day yesterday, but literally for it, Right. And you have no answer. You come out a little bit later. They did make a statement. I don't even want to read the statement, <laughs> but they did make a statement basically saying we're going to try to keep up with demand. We look forward to having more by the holidays before the holidays. Great. Why Why not now? Yeah. The, I, I just – I don't understand. Why would they – was it that hard to build that they only had limited quantity? Did they have budget cuts? Like, what, What's going on? This isn't the Wii U or the Switch. I would totally understand it if it were the Switch. I honestly would. A lot of production cost in it, right? It's a high-tech machine, 100%. This is a system that came out 30 years ago. And, and, and that you're, by the way, emulating. You're not even using the hardware. You're literally plugging in a fucking flash drive into a piece of plastic. And how long ago did they announce this? Like, did, I'm sure they had plenty of time to prepare. Four months, five months, months. So they had time to prepare. Well, they also knew it was coming. They're Nintendo. They didn't just come up with the idea and put it on Facebook that day. They've been producing yeah. it for how long now? You know what I mean? That it's just, and by the way, these games have been available on on the Wii Virtual Console, the Wii U Virtual Console. You had a chance to play these games, but now it's just that convenient one box, right? But and and it's got the perfect emulation from NES. It even has the old cheat codes from the NES games on it. It's, it's that's awesome. It's an exact recreation. It's what you want. That's the point of this, as opposed to just downloading it onto your Wii or Wii U, and or 3DS for the fifth time. Uh, and it's just. You're, you're selling people short. You're selling the casual gamer short. You're selling the nostalgic gamer short. You're selling the mom who wants to get their kids into Nintendo because they were too young to, to be born. I asked somebody the other day. I was talking to the kid, um, one of my friend's kids, and I said, "How old? Uh, when, when were you born? He was like 2007. Holy crap. What? Graduated high school. Holy shit. What? We both. That's the year you graduated high school and the year after I did. Yeah. 
unbelievable. Now, another thing, it's kind of like um, maybe some families can't really afford the you know the PS4s, the Xbox, the three hundred, four hundred dollar thing. Here's some oh, sixty bucks. I hear you know get my son or daughter something like thirty this. games, and it's it, it's definitely it's disappointing. Right, and there is an article perfectly summed up on IGN by Ryan McCafferty. Ryan McCaffrey is the host of Podcast Unlocked. Um, he was the, I believe, he was the either editor in chief or Xbox editor for um, Official Xbox Magazine. I think it was, and he basically runs the ship for IGN's Xbox division um, so in terms big, of he's content. A big, he's a big deal, right? In terms of content, um, obviously, like I said, he hosts the podcast, but he also writes other freelance stuff too. Wrote an article yesterday, again Friday, about the NES Classic, which was it just perfectly sums up my feelings. So I want to read that again real quick. Uh, it's it's on IGN.com. Ryan McCaffrey. Uh, it's titled "The NES Classic Launch: Why Does Nintendo Treat Its Fans Like This?" And once you sh- showed me that headline, I was like, perfect. I couldn't have said it any better. NES uh, Nintendo's NES Classic shortages have ruined a fun moment again. It shouldn't be like this. As the NES Classic Edition launched this morning, thousands of gamers left stores and clicked off websites empty-handed, thanks to a severe shortage of Nintendo's miniature remake of its 1985 console. I was one of them. Walking out of two targets disappointed and sighing in exacerbation, as I walked by gigantic, no way I'm getting one lines of two, not yet open game stops. More stores, by various reports, yet only got extremely limited quantities. I woke up early to go to these stores because despite the fact that this is 2016 and shopping online is dominant, I'm sorry, is a dominant it's expected way to purchase items, Nintendo refused to take pre-orders on the NES Classic in North America. By the way, they took pre-orders in in Europe. Oh, wow, I didn't even know that. In the UK, I believe specifically. Um, But that's a different story. We never saying it, Nintendo. You don't like us. Never mind that this would have been an easy way for the company to gauge demand and adjust their manufacturing accordingly. Not to mention let uh, letting a whole lot more people actually get the product they want. While I fully realized my own absurdity and being frustrated about my inability to get my hands on a sixty-dollar retro-fueled stocking stuffer, that's just it. It's a sixty-dollar retro-fueled stocking stuffer. It shouldn't be like this. Not for this product. It's one thing for a cutting-edge piece of technology to suffer supply shortages due to manufacturing limitations. A new smartphone might have a new screen or battery technology, while a brand-new console has chip yields and other proprietary parts to be worried about. I can forgive that. The NES Classic is an emulator and a ROM collection in a nostalgic box. That's not to disparage it. It's retro look, use of the original NES controller, collection of preloaded games, and impulse buy price point are precisely what makes it appealing. But it is reasonable to say that it's not exactly the most high-tech device to manufacture. It should be piled high on end caps in places like Walgreens, Bed Bath & Beyond, in addition to the usual game stores and big-box electronics retailers. Instead, it's nowhere to be found. And not to play the kid card here, but it's the one thing to disappoint me. The NES Classic, thanks to Nintendo's own decision to limit supply, is my first time having to shoulder that can't-get-the-toy-you-want disappointment for my five-year-old daughter. <laughs> who is eager to play Super Mario Brothers with me after I borrowed IGN's review unit last weekend. And that only fuels my annoyance with Nintendo's practices more. How can she become a Nintendo fan if I can't get the Nintendo product I'd like to introduce to her? Oh, say so at least he got to play it. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo fans continue to be amongst the most loyal industry, loyal in the industry year after year and product after product. 
Yet, year after year, and product after product, Nintendo continues to make it difficult for their fans to buy their products. Because why? To generate buzz? To drive up gray market prices? To test the limits of their loyalty? Or is it all somehow unintentional, which is perhaps even more terrifying proposition for Nintendo? This has happened with consoles, handhelds, and amiibo. Virtually everything physical that Nintendo makes, and it's archaic as it is unnecessary. Well said. And last sentence I'll say, uh, the, the article goes on, but I won't read the rest. It just basically says, the next sentence starts off, and it's very well said, is this does not bode well for the upcoming launch of the Switch. Yeah, it's the truth. <laughs> Hopefully they learn their lesson from this, at least. I mean, I'd imagine that, well, obviously there's pre-orders for the Switch. There's no way that they're not going to take pre-orders. Right. So, right. But I, I think he was more talking about the mass, qu- the mass quantity shortage. Listen, I, I told you before. I have most of these, if not all of these games. No. Right? I have what I need. I, I can play these games if I want to play these games, right? It's not that, though. Right? No, no, I hear you. It's not that I can just go turn on my my Wii U, even though the emulation on the Wii U is not up to snuff with the Classic Edition. It's the fact that they fucked up again. And it's so disappointing because you know there are people out there that don't deserve this thing. Oh, I'm sure. That have it where people like me and you and people that deserve to have it and want it more and deserve to be playing those games more don't. You mean and the, won't until we have no idea when. The guys selling them for 3000 5000 They, I don't think they deserve it too much. That's exactly right. So I guess thus ends our rant into the NES Classic Edition. But Nintendo. Get with it, Nintendo. Get with it. You done fucked up. <laughs> It's the truth, though. Yeah. Uh, I want to switch the tides, though, because... Let's bring some positive energy Let's bring energy some positive here. energy into it. It's November. It's also Movember. If you don't know what Movember is, two options. No shave November, or just going with that crazy porn stash for the month of November. It's now November 12th. We're almost halfway through the month. I don't have either one. I actually have not shaved yeah. in November yet, but... You, can, you shave like the you beard, you're, you're in. Right. But I had my engagement photos just last weekend, so there's my excuse for not doing the mustache. Every year I do the mustache. Yeah, You've seen yeah, it. Yeah, every, every single year. So we accept you this year for, you know, the beginning. So tomorrow I will be shaving and just going with just mustache for the remainder of the month. God bless you. Into Thanksgiving. I usually shave it on Thanksgiving morning for my mom. <laughs> so they don't have to see you like that. We have made a, uh, Ashley and I have made a uh, truce. She is okay with me going with mustache. If Only I, two weeks. <laughs> if, I, if I don't dye it, because you know I like to dye it every year a different color. Just whatever mama don't know, don't hurt her. <laughs> Remember two years ago when I did Jet Black? We went to Dog and Bull. Oh, yeah. Me, you, Pope Joy, and Ash. And, and I just sat there in purple just going like this all night. And, and, and your, your hair, it just doesn't look right because it's, yeah. it's not your hair color. No, I have almost reddish hair. And it's like, I have like light brown to red hair. And it's black mustache. <laughs> You look, good, you look good, buddy. Yeah, it looks ridiculous, <laughs> especially in this, this stupid purple zip-up hoodie. But, uh, again, it's actually a good thing for charity Movember. Uh, a lot of people grow their mustache, then shave that mustache, donate that to um, various men's uh, health organizations, this, that, and the other. So it's for a good cause. Uh, it's to raise awareness, this, that, and the other. It's kind of like the pink for breast cancer awareness. It's just our way of kind of uh, throwing that out there. There's no shave November or Movember. Um you know, to raise awareness, do it for a good cause. Either don't shave in the month or get a crazy looking porn stash, which will be 24 hours from now, my plan. 
Well, either that or you could probably donate or something online. There's got to be something. I don't want to send my hairs in a Ziploc bag exactly. to some stranger. That just seems a little weird. Next thing you know, they're cloning us. And South Park will make an episode about that. <laughs> uh, we wanted to introduce a new segment into the show, and we're going to do it every single week. Um, I'm going to track it. Sam's going to track it, whatever. We're going we're gonna to keep tabs for like six-month periods. Uh, maybe we'll do this first one because it's November. We'll kind of extend this original one maybe into June, then start a new one in June until the end of 2017. Or, yeah, into, Jesus, 2017. But uh, we wanted to, to start a new segment, and we wanted to do a trivia off every week. But just one question. It's nice and easy. Nice and easy. One question a week. Give you guys a chance to interact with the show at home. Scream out your answers in your cars. Um, text us the answer. Whatever you whatever you feel like you want to do. So, uh, write the answers on Facebook. Whatever, whatever. Or the Instagram. Don't care. Whatever you want to do. Here's the rules. Dems the rules. Sam and I will each read our question to each other. For example, Sam, what is the name of the little shitty Nintendo thing that just dropped yesterday no one can buy? If Sam knows the answer without any multiple choice, he gets a point. If he does not know the answer, and then he needs to get a multiple choice, if I have to go to the option of giving him a multiple choice, we go down to a half a point. Which is fair. Right. Here's the caveat. If you guess it without the multiple choice and you get it wrong, you don't get the multiple choice. You just get the zero. Okay, okay, it's good. the risk okay, you I run. Like I like that. It's the risk you run for not getting the multiple choice. It's that, do I want a half point or point or zero kind of thing. So we'll start that today. We'll each read our question to each other. We're going to do it either at the opening or the ending of every single episode here moving out. And Sam and I will crown a champion halfway through next month. And uh, then again at the end of 2017, just based off of sheer points. Uh, It's going to be either movies, music, TV, video games, just nerdy kind of stuff that that the criteria is going to be around. Not sports or anything like that. So do you want me to read my question first or do you want to go? Lead, lead us off, buddy. All right, so Sam wants to take the trivia question first. Let's see what I got. Okay. How many main series Gears of War games have been released on the Xbox family of consoles? Holy crap. All right. I know there was one, two. Pretty sure there was three. I'm going to get greedy. I'm going to go for do the whole solid point. Probably wrong. Mm-hmm. I'll go with four. Incorrect. Okay. I figured. Six. Six, damn. Gears of War 1, 2, 3, and 4. Gears of War Judgment. Yeah, I didn't even... And then they re-released the original Gears of War into an Ultimate Edition for Xbox One. So six main series Gears of War games in the timeline. No one-offs, no nothing. Released on the Xbox family of consoles. All right, that's fair. I figured, you know, for the first one, you know, go big or go home. That's that's my plan as well. I think you're going to get this. This is kind of basic up your alley. What's the first game to come out for the N64? Mario 64. Super Mario 64. Yeah, yeah you got it. All right. So early standings are in. You got it. One nothing. G Hall over Sam. Uh, so this is the point of the show where we kind of want to interact with you guys, let you interact with us. So we'll tell you about a couple different things. And the first thing we want to tell you about is we podcast and we know things.com. Uh, the reason we want to do that is your one stop shop for everything we podcast and we know things. You can get our Facebook feed right there on the site so you can like us and follow us along with what we do on social media. 
Also, our Instagram is right there at We Podcast and We Know Things. Again, our entire Instagram feed is right there. You can choose to follow along, but we hope that you do click that follow button so you can get real time updates from us and not have to go on the website for them. Also, our Twitter link is there. It's at We Pod and We Know. Uh, also, our link to iTunes, our link to Stitcher, so you can actually listen to the show. Go figure. We have a show we want you to listen to. And most importantly, right there, as soon as you log on, big and bold, right in the beginning, or I'm sorry, right in the middle of the screen, you're going to see our link for Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly uh, subscription service. You've heard it every single month, or every single week we talk about it. Every month is a different theme. November's theme is magical. Consult the stars and cast a spell to conjure November's theme. Magical. A perfectly enchanting crate awaits. Magical ends 11-19 at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You have just about a week left to order it. We should have ours probably... If not next week's episode, then definitely the week after that. This month's crate includes things from Marvel's Doctor Strange, Big Trouble in Little China, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and awesomely, Game of Thrones. That's a solid list right there. That's a fantastic list right there. So please go right into the We Podcast and we know things for all of our social media, all of our podcast links, and also for our Loot Crate. Every cent we make on Loot Crate, because again, they kick us just a little bit when you go and buy the Loot Crate through us. 20 bucks a month gets you a box of all this geek and gamer goodie stuff. Uh, they kick us a couple bucks and we try to make the show better. Every single cent, and we promise you that every single cent goes towards making the show better. Our first order of business, getting the entire backlog of our episodes up on uh, up on the website just so we don't have to do three at a time because, quite frankly, I wanted to go listen to episode four the other day and I couldn't. Well, if you saved them on your phone, brother, you might be able to do that. I'm running out of space soon, so we, we really have to hopefully... Update our catalog soon. Speaking of catalogs, I'm just kidding. This has nothing to do with catalogs. <laughs> Sam, we went What's to a CCS. We, uh, oh, good look. Uh, you, uh, myself, and Ryan drove up to Allentown, Pennsylvania, a little over an hour away last night, and we caught a show. And well, first, we passed the White Castle. I was completely shocked. I didn't he even Snapchatted it. I didn't know there was any White Castles left. So yeah. that, was, that was awesome. A couple of them are in New Jersey. So, yeah, we went to see Brand New, my first time, finally. And Ryan's first time. Oh, yeah, it was Ryan's first time, too. Thank God, you know, we, we had a seat, so it was nice and comfy. You know what I mean? Over at the PPL Center where the Lehigh Valley Phantoms AHL team plays hockey. And um, sold out, too. It, 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 plus all the seats plus the floor. And I didn't, and I told you, I didn't, I didn't think Brand New was this big, to be honest. I, I just you didn't. You said it multiple I know, times. I didn't, and I went had to say it here. And my only thing, I tweet, I only tweeted them that entire time three times. Nothing crazy, just to play any songs from your favorite weapon. I know, I know, CJ Mellon kind of commented on it, like Sam's probably gonna be pissed because ain't gonna play nothing from that record. Shout out to that uh, that kind of nerd podcast on all the podcast services. And um, and hey, did you see? You only get one. You're lucky. I gave you two. <laughs> and uh, surprisingly, I'm in non Nintendo giving mood today. <laughs> Surprisingly, the very first song was off your favorite weapon. It's the first song for your mixtape. And it was mixtape. And it's short just like your temper. I mean, I'm obviously thrilled that I got to hear one song from the record. It was the only song they played from the record. But they did play quite a few. The beginning of the show, I think, was probably the best. The first seven, eight songs were probably the best of the whole show. I would say because, remember, they framed it up. You know, hey, guys, we're not going to release the record we thought we were going to release this year. However, it is the 10th year of uh, Devil and God are Raging Inside Me. So we're going to do that every night in its entirety for the tour, which is great. 
but they they almost went they did they went kind of um if you think about a discography, kind of their history, yeah. they started with your favorite weapon. They transitioned into all Deja songs in a row, Deja and Tendu, and then they transitioned into the entirety of Devil and God. Uh, for me, I lost, not lost interest, because again, Brand New is one of my favorite bands, if not probably my favorite of all time. I have the giant Deja and Tendu tattoo on my leg. This I got a couple compliments yeah. on it last night. Um, somebody also hit me. But that's cool. Um, and they said, oh, look at him. He's a Stranger Things shirt on. Yeah, so somebody else said, that. oh, she's like, I love your shirt. Uh, I was them for Halloween. What, Dance Gavin Dance? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not to say that it, it, we lost interest in the show, but brand new is not stadium rock. No. It's just not what they are. No. So to hear a lot of the five, six, eight-minute songs that are on Devil and God in its entirety – Plus the you know the the extras they throw in there for the show, yeah. you just hit a wall at a certain point when you're sitting there. If we were in the pit, probably a different story. But we were sitting there, and not again, not that I lost interest, but Deja they crushed. Yeah, it was, that was that was the they best part of the show. Crushed Deja, and they played every song off of it that I wanted to hear, except for quiet things that no one ever knows. But mixtape transition to Deja, amazing. Sewing season, they did a yeah. great, awesome job rendition. But after that, I kind of fell off a little bit. I mean, Je- I, besides Jesus I would Christ, say Jesus was good, and um, I not 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 the sun. That was like the, one of the last songs I was really hyped hyped to hear. And after that, I was like, you know, it, it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was a great show. I would just say it was okay. See, I thought what I liked, I loved. No, oh, of it, course, and it was very good. But overall, but exa- that's how overall I'm disappointed. Exactly. Overall, slightly disappointed. Um, I'm not. I'm disappointed, maybe in different ways than you are. I'm not disappointed for not hearing your favorite weapon. I've seen brand new probably seven or eight yeah, times. So you, but you already I've heard, heard it. exactly. You heard them songs for. But for me, being like that was like I just started listening to these other records like two months ago. Right. So I mean, I, I know most of them, but it just. I, the classic one, I would have rather hear, hear more, but like I said, I'm happy I got one. Right, and I feel, I feel like we invited Ryan on the show, but he's a dipshit, so I feel like he would say the same. Yeah, I, I think I would, I would agree, too. Just based on our conversations. And I know I, I told you guys last night, the only way I would probably ever see Brand New again, if they did your favorite weapon tour, or maybe a Deja tour, that might be something I would be interested in. That would come in 2018 if they did it. Okay, so I believe it came out in 2003, so 15 years would be 2018. So no, that would be pretty sweet. That's something I would 100% again go see. But I would rather them go to, like you said, not a, a bigger venue. Go to like Starland Ballroom or somewhere. We, you know, that would be a perfect It's a nice venue. place. We would, we would go nuts. Yeah, that would be a perfect venue. Um, it would sell out in, in a day. Oh, easy. But really, really intimate venue, but also big enough to hold a bunch of people, thousands and thousands of people. So good stuff on you. That's good call out for the venue. Um, I'm thinking um, what's the, the what's Phil, like, Fillmore might have been exactly. another really good one. That's the other Philly venue that you know, they got Starland's four, up in North they, Jersey. They got four chandeliers in there. That beautiful nice, chandeliers. Nice class. <laughs> yeah, sister act style. You know, beautiful chandeliers. Alma, check your battery kind of chandeliers we're talking here. Let's transition into video games. PS4 Pro, a couple weeks ago we were talking about it, and we said, oh, I don't remember when the hell it comes out. It's out. <laughs> it came out. That quick? It's just out. I saw it. By the way, when I went to, to get that $60, you know, retro-fueled kind of system that you know, not many people should, heard should be caring about, uh, guess what was in abundance on the shelves? PS4? PS4 Pro. Just abundance on the shelves, but no fucking NES. Well, I know. Well, I think Elite, maybe a reason. Tell I'm not getting over it. <laughs> I think a reason we really, you know, maybe it snuck up on us is because, we have a PS4. Right. We're okay. We don't have a 4K TV. So right now that system is kind of useless to us. Yeah, I think it I think it wanted to beat Scorpio to market. It was 
it was not announced first, but it was confirmed that it was in existence before Xbox announced the Scorpio. Um, 4K TVs are in the wild right now. They're just not in abundance, at least in the homes. They might be out there in abundance in the marketplace, but they're not readily available. Not readily available. That's the wrong word. That's Nintendo Classic Edition. Uh, They're not in everybody's home. So... PS4 Pro probably was a little rushed, but they wanted to get their foothold into the market. Now you got Switch coming out in a few months in March, which is crazy to think. Again, Nintendo with their marketing, um, and then Scorpio sometime next year for Microsoft. So now they got a now they got a lead in terms of Xbox One S came out recently, and that's dominated the market. Got Xbox to win three months in a row, getting themselves back in the game. Now PS4 has its chance to get back into the game a little bit with the PS4 Pro and kind of get to that 4K audience first. Oh, so you think that PS4 could top Xbox this month? Like you said, they're on three in a row. I think it almost has to because of Pro. I think you're always going to see a spike when something like that comes out. What I don't think is going to happen is sustainability. I think this thing's going to fall off because all the people that have 4K TVs are going to go out and buy it, and that's it. And then that'll be it. Yeah. And I'm, you know, and I'm, I'm not going to go drop, you know, thousand dollars on a 4k tv i got my 3d tvs i'm, I'm perfectly happy and i think inevitably black friday is going to see some deals with the pro Price and drop. 4k no pro no. and 4k tv bundle that's my okay. that's my guess that's an idea is they're going to probably do it you know i mean it's still it's still 12 1300 4k tv ps4 you know sony 4k tv and a ps4 pro and black friday bundle deal. And it's and it's still four hundred bucks, right? So it's still yeah. the same price. Yeah, that, that's what that's that's my guess is you'll see thousand thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollars kind of combo deal there, and you can get both. You can go home right out of the box, plug it in, and play, and that's cool, just like the NES Classic Edition. But I'm sure there'll be more four K TVs available than NES Classic Edition. <laughs> you bastards. We got a couple more jabs left. <laughs> you bastards. Uh, usually I would wait until the end when I do upcoming releases to talk about this, but because we've shed light on it literally every week. We got to bring it up as its own thing. Sun and Moon's coming out this friggin' Friday already. The 18th. How crazy is that? Should I say, could I lie to you and say I got the 3DS or no? You can lie to me. I'm just not going to believe you. I will get it soon. I'm telling you. No, you will not. I'm telling you. No, you will not. No. Minimum Black Friday. Minimum. And you're not even going to get it because it's going to be sold out just like the NES Classic Edition. What, the Pokemon? The 3DSs. Why are they be sold out? I said the same thing about classic editions, didn't I? Yeah, but these when they're doing years, a, but when they're doing a hundred dollars for a new Nintendo 3DS and Sun and Moon, aren't you embarrassed? <laughs> <laughs> you know these people, the high five group people at the pool. But I mean, worst case scenario, even if I let's say the hundred dollars sells out, I'll buy a used one off Amazon. No, you won't. Why I'm would you buy me. a used hardware? Go buy a 2DS for eighty dollars. No, I, I like the flip, yo. I'm getting the flip shit. All right. Now, you're getting the moon, correct? Uh, I pre-ordered sun. But you can transfer, can't you? But I'm not going to till you do what you do. Why would I Why would I okay, so now, do that to myself when you are not going to even okay. be guaranteed so, so now, to get this? So that means now, today or tomorrow, I'm going to have to go to GameStop and say, let me pre-order sun. And I'm going to have to take a picture to send because it's the only way you'll believe me. That's correct. That's the only way. That is literally correct. And that's $5 that you could just walk in, cancel your pre-order, and get Five? back. <sighs> <laughs> I want to see the full forty dollar pre order. Remember, we're at still, least we ten bucks. At least ten, bu- at least ten bucks. I <laughs> no, want to no. see at least ten bucks down in that game before I believe you, because I, I've been lied to before. 
Over. Fool me once, shame on me. Over Pokemon. Fool me twice, shame on me again. <laughs> Fool me three times, NES Classic I Edition. Have, I might have you just make a Snapchat. Just, I will Snapchat this whole goddamn experience. I don't even. I won't <laughs> even make a Snapchat just for that. Nope, I refuse. I, I will say. Ash, I deleted I my will Snapchat. Ash, Ash, send this whole fucking story to Greg. <laughs> I. Uh, I will totally switch my pre-order from Sun to Moon when when I see that. Okay, just get ready, my friend. And I'm excited. I cannot. This is the second generation of Pokemon games. Uh, third, I believe, third overall, but second generation X and Y, then ORAS to release worldwide at the same time. So every region, every country gets it the same it's, day. And it's Friday, correct? Yeah, it's good. So I, I have time. It's ama- It's amazing, is what it is. But you better get there by Monday or Tuesday because they won't be taking pre-orders after that. This, remember, this no, no, is no. the most pre-ordered game in the history of Nintendo. And that's why I said I'm probably going to go today or tomorrow and just. I know a guy. You know what I'm saying. Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. Um, there's a couple things we want to talk about in Sun and Moon. Most notably, the fact that when this game comes out and once we review it and play it and are done with it, it's like half of our content on our podcast is gone. <laughs> nah, just, what are we going to talk about next? We, got, we have plenty of stuff to talk about. <laughs> and, and you know you're going to be playing every goddamn day and when i come home from work one hour a day every day that's the plan because it's my little handheld and right now i come home and i flip my wii u on and i play super mario maker for just like an hour unwind after a 10 hour day of work just come home and i sit down and i play it so i figure i'll just transfer all that positive energy since i can't do it in the nes classic edition into sun and moon well, we'll see man we'll see there are a few things to kind of bring up about it the whole friggin game leaked the whole thing did it really yeah people, are, people are into the code i didn't read a thing about it Either, I didn't even, I didn't no point in reporting it. about it we don't want to do any more no. spoilers we don't want to do anything like that i don't want to be spoiled apparently the entire story is out there how but probably people getting into the coding uh, so I'm just, be paid, we're, we're but, a week away but you got to understand from that aspect they want to make money and get clicks and get oh, ad okay. revenue okay. on their youtube pages and on their websites that's why they do that can't they get sued or some shit no no, they just were throwing out the whole. No, Mm-mm. no, they can. So if they put if they put footage of the game on their YouTube channels without Nintendo's consent, Nintendo can put a copyright strike on their video, or maybe if not a copyright strike anymore, since they have some new sort of guidelines with YouTube, they can get uh, Nintendo gets a share of their ad revenue. So it's all Nintendo kind of capitalizing on their game. But remember, this is not a Nintendo game. This is a game freak. And Pokemon Company game. Nintendo just publishes it. People always they, say... It's still got a piece of the pie. Of course. But people always say Nintendo... This is a Nintendo game. And Nintendo... No, it's just exclusive to Nintendo consoles. Pokemon could just come out on Xbox and PlayStation whenever the hell it wants. But Nintendo's obviously supported Game Freak. And it's the driver of 3DS sales. 2DS sales. Uh, it, you know, D- DS sales when it was back in, in those old days. And... and then um, Game Boy Advanced for the original <laughs> Ruby and Sapphire and Game Boy Color and Pocket and the original. I mean, it's driven Nintendo's handheld market its entire existence, which is now why time it is time to get that shit on Switch when it drops because I'll be pissed. I, how crazy would it be to play a full series Pokemon game right on your giant ass now, HDTV? If, if they were smart, maybe January, February, maybe announce that it's coming to Switch. You know, wait for all... The suckers to right, but, you know, but then make it unavailable for pre-order, and then open all your stores early. Perfect. What could go wrong with that? Exactly. They will. They will definitely not learn from this. <laughs> this is great. This is fantastic. But there's been some cool news re- released about Sun and Moon 
This is not a spoiler so much. It could be. So maybe you want to fast forward about two minutes. Um, but this could be the first time in history that this is happening in a Pokemon game. This is going to be, a, a, first of all, a Pokemon game for a lot of firsts. Maybe no gyms, HMs, this, that, and the other. Seems like that's always of the past. Um, but that's still not confirmed, though, correct? It's, okay. it's pretty much out there. I mean, the, the island challenges are out there, right? The fact that there's no Pokemon League and you're helping to develop it is out there, right? The, the uh, fact that you ride and fly and surf on people with the with the the hell's the, the word I'm looking for when you put a saddle, saddle. Uh, is out there. It's all out there. That's not really a spoiler. That's just what it is. Nintendo actually put that in their own trailers. But a couple trailers ago when they released a new Pokemon, Cosmog, it said Cosmog has a bigger story than you think. It plays a bigger role in the story than you think. Okay. Okay, no problem. Awesome. I'm sure it has something to do since it's Smog. Uh, I'm sure it has something to do with the galaxy and the sun and the moon and all that ties the, the pieces together. Why the games take place at different times of day. Love that, by the way. Well, not confirmed, but leaked. It's possible. This has not been confirmed at all. But it's possible that based off of the sun and moon Pokemon card, Pokemon trading card game box sets that recently, the images of recently released, when you have the Pokemon cards, right, up in the top left corner, if it's an evolution, it shows you its preform. For example, Raichu up in the top left corner will have a little Pikachu, right? On these ga- uh, on the Sun and Moon boxes, which could be fake because there was some inconsistencies to say the least. Up on Solgaleo and Lunala's page on their carts, and that's the cover of the games. Yep, they're the co- they're the box legendaries. Up on their carts, top left corner, there's a picture. Well, what the hell's that? There's never been a legendary Pokemon that evolves. Why's that up there? <laughs> so looking at that image of that Pokemon yeah. seems to be a Cosmog, almost, trapped inside of whatever the hell's on Solgaleo's head, this, this kind of gold thing. Okay, I'll play game. I'll play ball. I don't know why I said I play game. That sounds... That sound <laughs> I play games. I play game. I play half game. Uh... And then uh, apparently there, there's a Cosmog evolution too. So the Cosmog apparently evolves into whatever's trapped inside that, that Pokemon in the top left-hand corner, which could potentially evolve into yeah. Solgaleo or Lunala, depending on what version of the game you get. Which, which, is, which, is, which is different. Like you said, it was ne- if it's, it's true. Huge if it's huge if it's true. It's because, I mean, there's how many, I don't even know how many Pokemon games they freaking came out with. Main series? Yeah, like, like Game Boy, all that stuff. Not count like Pokemon seven, Snap, well, nothing. seven gen main series games, so that's at least seven. Then you have the remake, so Fire Red and Leaf Green would be eight. Soul Silver and Heart Gold would be nine. Uh, black and White Two would be Jesus. ten. Um, black Two White Two would be ten. Um, and then uh, let's see, there was no Z, but Oras would be eleven. And then if you take like Yellow. And then Emerald and Crystal and Platinum, and Platinum and all those main series games because they introduced a new legendary for the most part. You're looking upwards of 12 to 15 depending on how you, depending on how you value those yeah, kind I of gotcha. third titles and, and remakes. I mean, good for them. They try to you know, do something new, something different that they haven't done before after all these freaking games. By the way, I'm 28 <laughs> and I'm doing that from memory. Hey. Which just tells you what you need to know about me. You love Pokemon. I like I like them. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I maybe really a little do. bit, not crazy, but I really do. 
just a little bit. All all eight hundred potentially. And, and, and the game's only it's forty bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three DS games are only forty bucks or lower, which is nice. Um, and it's going to be a huge experience too. This game's going to be you know, 15, 20 hours, and apparently there's going to be more to the end game than there was in X and Y, because after you catch Mewtwo and then catch Zygarde, you really got nothing to do except for battle chase hall and, you know, trading and battling online and stuff like that. So now you're going to have all these features to kind of give you a metagame. I hope there's a side story as well when you're done, because, again, my goal, because there's that, you know, you obviously get to battle red and blue. We talk about that on the show. The other trainers, the other league champions from other games. Which is awesome. But my goal or my hope would be that because you're building up the Pokemon League and you become the first ever champion, that you defend that. My, my hope is that they have a second small storyline where you are the champion and you walk around and you, you're the man everywhere you go, this, that, and the other, but you get challenged along the way for the Pokemon League and you have to defend your, yeah, that would be, defend that would be your championship. That's my ultimate goal for this game. That would, be, that would make my dream happy. I mean, even if it doesn't, you're going to be happy regardless, but... Let's be real here. Absolutely. And it would be really neat if this, because later on, back to the Cosmog evolution thing for the legendaries, later on, they took the image off the little left-hand corner, and the re- they, there's another image that came out without those little images. So were the images there in the first place, and they Photoshopped them out, or were the images never there, and they Photoshopped them in? Yeah, it could, could just be messing with us. What just like? Go for it. I'm excited. Tweak our melons. Uh, a little nostalgia trip because this the Sun and Moon is all nostalgia, right? I mean, the Alolan forms are all Gen 1. There's a new Professor Oak, so it's tying back to that. You fight Red and Blue, so it's tying back to the original games yet again. So right before Sun and Moon, Pokemon Company does a genius move. Genius move. Remember the original run, base set of Pokemon cards. Back OG yeah, in the 90s. Of course. You know what I'm talking of about? Of course, yeah. Every Machamp was first we, edition. We all Charizard. Charizard, all Alkazam was the rarest. You had all, Blastoise and, and all that, right? Well, the TCG base set is getting a re-release to an extent. They made some changes to some cards. They made some holographic changes to some. The artwork is just a wee bit different on some. The attacks are a little bit different on some. And they've added some GX and EX cards in there as well, so it's not just base set. But boy. It's definitely a smart move. This is It's like so, so ridiculously close to the original artwork. That original Charizard is looking and breathing out the fire. The fire. <laughs> and like I know like you said that some of the attacks are different. When the first cards came out, his attack was one twenty and now that you know we saw yesterday it was like two hundred or something. Yeah, and I, I'm totally gonna get shit for this if I'm wrong, but I believe the energies that it takes to do that attack might even be less. So you get more for less. Yeah. I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. But I even think they brought back like double colorless energies for this for this set. And I'm looking at reviews and watching reviews on this set, and I'm like, dude, that Mewtwo looks so good, and that Pikachu is back to being fat. I like the fat yeah. Pikachu better than the stupid skinny anime Pikachu. It's awesome, and um, Hitmonchan it looks great, and and they um, they actually took away the Blastoise card and made it into an EX or GX card. But I'm kind of pissed about that because I love my Blastoise, my boy. But it's got so many great throwbacks to the original base set of cards that I just have so near and dear and so do you. That's the, that's what we grew up collecting. And I would say even now for the kids, you know, that, that didn't who, have them. Exactly, who didn't have it. Now they're going to have their own and right. it's, um, they're going to make millions on millions of dollars. You know, it's definitely and, smart. And this base set, however, is not really competitive. From what I'm reading and watching, uh, this is not going to be a set that people are going to use in competitive TCG tournaments and Pokemon Worlds or, or Nationals or Regionals. So 
more of a collector set, yeah. which is even better because you're going to get a bigger market for that. Well, and if you still had your old poke, the original Pokemon cards, dude, some of them are worth money. Yeah, especially obviously Charizard, he's probably worth the most. But right. and it's cool because I, I it makes me want to go out and buy the set, and it makes me just want to. But what am I, my thing is? I have the X and Y set from when it came out. What am I going to do with it? It's I play it. I play the card game with one person, and I played it. And the last time I played it was over two years ago. Literally one person on earth has Pokemon cards that I play with. So yeah, I don't I don't have any. Right, and I play the actual game the actual way it's played. We used to just throw them down and just yeah, the say energies, the attacks yeah, and stuff. We never play with energies, <laughs> but now I play the actual way you play, and it is neat to play with them. And like I said, I haven't played with them in over two years. Saw him the other day, actually. I'm going to see him tomorrow. Really nice guy, uh, Sean. But other than that, why am I going to spend 40 50 60 bucks on a deck of cards that I'm I'm gonna stash away somewhere, let them collect dust again. I yeah, I don't know I, if I, I want to do it. I know I won't get the cards. You know I'm strictly just gonna get the game and the 3ds. <laughs> of course, Greg. Of course. No, you're just gonna buy the game and not the 3ds. Be, be and then the you're gonna resell it the day after it comes out for forty one dollars, fifty seven bucks. You know I, I don't I don't need all the I don't need to put it for three grand. You know I'm not that greedy. I have my own job. You know what I mean? Oh, I need fifteen bucks gas for the week. That's it. So recently we've talked about the Pokemon Go updates. How um, how the the Halloween event went very well and how many people played it. And we talked about the daily updates we're getting. And that's update is live by the way. The updates, um, which is awesome. Uh, I cannot remember if we talked about this last week or not, so we'll very briefly touch on it. In the coding of the latest update, they found the coding for Generation 2's 100 Pokemon plus Ditto. Which, like we like we said many times, yeah. about time. Yeah, and there's no real release date on that. The move set weren't, sets weren't introduced. However, Ditto's Transform was. So it's Ditto's almost all but... But confirmed, and it looks like Gen Two is coming. We just don't know when. And uh, we still never even got like the legendaries. You know, we, there was still no right. Mewtwo. I have to assume there's going to be events for that. I just there have has to there has to be New Year's Eve Mewtwo drop. I know. Okay, that's an idea. That's my idea. Maybe the Christmas Day or the legendaries are out or something like that. You know, something. Okay. With that, just a stat. The, by the way, the the new updates are really neat. I've played every day since. Even for five minutes, but I play every day now because you get the rewards for coming back to it every day, hitting a stop every day. I I, I meant to. I, I, every I day. haven't yet, but I I, I should. I, I'm on my you know I'm on my sixth day in a row catching stuff and hitting stop. So you get may loot when you hit oh, a stop. I'm sure. I'm sure. You get like three times the amount of stuff, um, and you get extra XP for the first time you catch a Pokemon in the day. You get 500 XP just for catching something. Doesn't matter if it's a Weedle. Which is smart for it. It's very smart. Add them incentives. It's gotten me more XP than I care to than I care to dream. So I'm almost at the next level. I'm 400 points away from the next level. So what level are you, by the way? I don't want to talk about it. I'm still 21. Ooh, damn! I'm way ahead of you. Yeah, well, I, st- I stopped playing completely, and we I know you did, did too. But I know you did too. But you used I, to go to like hard. FDR and stuff like that. Hard. You hit it hard. Um, in that recent Halloween event, they released a statist- statistic. If you had to take a guess, out of the wild, not prepped, wasn't told the answer last night in the carnival at Allentown, how many ghost-type Pokemon would you say total were caught during that Halloween event in October? 50 million. Sounds like you were prepped on that answer. No, not at all. You're not even halfway there. I know. That's why I... See, now he said he knew. He blew the cover. Like, you you just... He blew the cover. I I could have gave the correct answer, but... Let's let me hear this insane number. One point three billion. One point three billion ghost type Pokemon caught in a week. 
There's like four ghost Pokemon. Three. <laughs> Just the ghastly line. Gee, that, that, that's intense. Yeah. Now, I don't know if they're going to count the Q-Bones and, and the and, other and, stuff that they threw in there. I hope they don't. I hope they, they did they sh- not. They should I think it's just the Ghastly line. Ghastly Hunter Gengar. And, and I know Gengar's, I got to me my Gengar. I know. That's the only one I didn't get. You bastard. it. Uh, switching off of Pokemon. Oh, I'm sorry. No, real quick. I didn't watch it yet, but I think it's episode 11 or 12 of Generations came out. Yeah, I don't know. I, I heard it's really good, I but I didn't, wa- I didn't watch it yet. Um, but So go check that out. Um, staying on Nintendo, Wii U officially has stopped its production in preparation for Switch. Damn. They have stopped making and manufacturing and, and shipping Wii U's. So whatever they have now, that's it. It's, that's the only thing you're going to find out in the wild from now on. You think it might be worth it? Maybe just pick up a copy to have? Or? I have a Wii U, and I think it's Nintendo's best console from a games standpoint. The problem is not many games. Mm. And the quality, right? I think every game there that I have is its best games besides maybe one or two that I just don't have. Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker is really good. It's all Spl- Super Mario. Splatoon <laughs> is really good. I have... Uh, Mario Kart 8, I have... Um, Super Smash. Super Smash Bros. Hold on, I got Super Mario World, Super Mario 3D World, Super Mario Maker, Mario Kart 8, Super Smash Brothers for Wii U, and Super Mario U. And I have Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze installed on my console. I have a bunch of uh, virtual console downloads and Wii titles and stuff like that as well. But uh, that, I think it's the... And, and I love the, the, the gamepad that I can play off the TV... Because Ash can watch her TV when I go home from work, and I can sit in the corner of my couch and just play Wii U for just an hour, just to get the juices flowing and get myself right. I love playing Super Mario Maker even a year after it's been out. That game is the the coolest thing. I'm building levels like crazy, um, and I love it. I love to upload my own creation levels up online and see people playing them and starring them and writing comments. And someone wrote how hard it was and how much they appreciated that, it. That's got to feel good. It's awesome. It's really cool. So, and and that would not have been possible without the Wii U, Super Mario Maker. So, um, I love the Wii U. So when it price drops to like two hundred bucks and lower, maybe one fifty, because it's going to be one forty nine somewhere. Just just to get just, rid of just it. Just get it. It's gonna. It's so worth it. If you get Wii U with Super Mario Maker, Smash, and Kart, you're, you're golden. Set. You're set. You're set. And if you want another kind of competitive thing, Splatoon, and and you're just so set. It's such an underrated machine, but they just marketed it wrong. Go figure. You called it the Wii U. People thought it was an add-on to the Wii. They didn't think it was its own console. That's why it's only sold 30 million units, and it came out a year before Xbox One and PS4. And, how, and, and the first one sold a shit ton. Yeah, the Wii U sold over 100 million units. This is a commercial failure. Well, it's, it's a flop. It seems Nintendo hasn't learned, man. No, and well, they might with Switch. But again, they're giving us six months from the time it's released to the time it comes out. That's just that's not smart for business. And then you're not oh, talking about it till January. But you know, I, I would say whomever you had working on the chipsets for the Wii U, maybe you can transfer them over to the NES Classic <laughs> Edition. Let's get some more goddamn consoles out in the wild, please, for that. <clears throat> I can only hope, brother. A couple things that are non-Nintendo related, Sam. Next weekend, November eighteenth, I think to the twenty-first. Not sure. One of the greatest games to come out in recent history from Blizzard, who you know only drops a game when it's worth it for them. They've, that's their first IP in over a decade. And it's so good. It will be free. The whole game, all the characters, all the maps, all the modes, we're talking Overwatch. And I know Anthony Pino's ears just perked up. <laughs> and everyone 
says great things about it. I, it's amazing. I, it's I, amazing. I've never played the game. I played it for one hour. But it's I'll, amazing. But I'll tell you what. On the 18th, for free, I'm definitely going to download and see what all this all this item's about. Right after the podcast next weekend, you go home, you download Overwatch the night before, and we play it for an hour. That's my I'm in. that's I'm in. my call. I'm in. I I got it. And by the way, it's dropping for PS4, PC, and Xbox One. A free trial for all console and PC players. Holy shit! And, and is that still a sixty dollar game? Yeah, it's still a sixty dollar game, and it will be for a while. They have no reason to drop it. It's still selling like hotcakes. It's still played one of the most played games on the internet. Now, Call of Duty and Battlefield and Gears and Titanfall took a little bit away from that player base, obviously. But well, it's, good, still, no, good, it's good, still going good really for strong. For, for giving everyone for three days for free. My guess is to the reason why they're even doing this free trial is because of those other games coming out and taking away some of the player base. They want to make this free for a weekend. Say, hey, look at our product. Our product is just as strong. We're going to give it to you for free. And they're going to have, after every match or every time you're about to turn the game off, they're going to have, buy game now, buy game here. Click X to go to store to buy the game. And it's going to drive it's sales. Before Christmas, so it's a very smart play. Um, genius by Blizzard. Another great play. If only Blizzard, you know, manufactured the NES Classic Edition. Uh, an Xbox Live update has come, and it's brought in some really fun stuff. I mean, me not being an Xbox user. That's why I stopped and let you talk to see how you handle it, you know, this. So this is a big project for you. And, you know, obviously Xbox for me, it means nothing. But for all you Xbox lovers out there. That was harsh. I No, I, I'm not being harsh. It means nothing to me. I don't have Xbox. What? 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 This means nothing no, to no. you. But okay, that's I can't play that game at my house. But you can. You're just gonna sink some money into the Nintendo 3DS for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why you would I'm do that. There's no games coming out for the 3DS. Another system. I might even be out of ports. I gotta check my TV. <laughs> I have to unplug my <laughs> HDMI's to to switch from Xbox to PS4. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I'm, I'm lazy. I don't want to do that every single time I'm switching it up. Even if not not that I, you know, play games as often as you do. But hey. Don't hate. No, I'm not hate. I'm just congratulate. Saying, no, I'm just saying. I'm more of a. I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm more casual. Of a, yeah, you know what I mean. You're a casual gamer. The new Xbox Live holiday update goes live today, so it is out now. It will bring clubs, something that we've asked for for never. Um, we already have party chat. Looking for group, which is actually kind of cool. Looking for the clubs, looking for the group. Group messaging, so text group messaging as opposed to just group chat. And finally, and most importantly, in my opinion, achievement rarity. PS4, to its credit, and maybe even PS3, I forget, has already done this with their trophy system. When you get a trophy and you look at it, it tells you the percentage of the people that have gotten that trophy who have that game. They're now going to do that with the achievement for Xbox, which is neat because in Gears, I want to know how many people out there have the Seriously achievements. The Seriously achievements are the most notable achievements, in my opinion, in Xbox history, uh, especially in Gears history, obviously. In the original Gears of War 1 game, you got a 50 points, that's it, 50-point achievement, for getting 10,000 or 100,000 multiplayer kills. Holy crap. 100,000, I think it was. In the second game, it was 100, or maybe it was 10,000, and then in the second game, it was 100,000. But in the second game, it was 100,000 kills, but you could do it in any form. doesn't have to be multiplayer. Yeah. It could be single player. It could be campaign, whatever you wanted it. And then at Gears 3, they came out with Seriously 3.0, and then in this game, Seriously 4.0 or whatever it's called, and Gears 4, which is just insane because you got to get all the top classes and multiplayer and stuff like that. Never, I'm never going to get it in a million years. I play it once a week for two hours at a time. You, you almost got to be professional. Like 10,000 kills. Like, oh, Christ, I don't think I've ever got that in any game. Chubbs has it. Bill got it. And I never got it. Holy crap. Well, they they game a lot. Well, they are much, much better at uh, video games than, than I am. 
well, at least they're much better. Certain games. They're much better Gears than I am, and Halo than I am, and Call of Duty than I am. But I got them. I'm right up there with sports with Bill. Um, Ryan, you've yet to beat me in Madden in like ten tries twice last night alone. I also beat him on an erroneous field goal a couple weeks ago, but that's fine. Uh, Then we got Taco Bell to celebrate. and then, like I can, I'm better than them in like platforming games, Mario, Mega Man, stuff like that. But Ryan yeah. is Ryan is the man at Mario Kart 64. All praise to That's Ryan. Give him that one game. He's he's real. I gave him Gears and Halo. Okay. okay. What do you? I'm just it's a 96. <laughs> um, really good though at, at Mario Kart 64, especially that kid kills it. Uh, so really cool updates for the achievement rarity. Uh, I will be stalling right now as I lost my page. For the upcoming releases. So what you're hearing now is complete filler. I'm making it oh, up for, as for I movies? go. For no, movies? for a video game. Uh. I'm making it all up as I go. I'm bullshitting my way through this until my page loads. <laughs> and here it is. Okay, great. <clears throat> so the big titles that come out, obviously, Sun and Moon on the 18th. The other big title coming out this week on November 15th for uh, all major consoles, Watch Dogs 2. Watch Dogs was released with some fanfare, but so much hype didn't live up to it at all. They're hoping to, uh, they're hoping to, you know, completely correct that with the sequel. Everything's looking good for that. Also, on November fifteenth, Assassin's Creed: The Ezio Collection. That's going to be a popular title because there's people out there that still play Assassin's Creed games. Uh, not me. Not one of them either. No, I don't care. Roller Coaster Tycoon World on November sixteenth for PC. Uh, let's see, Killing Floor 2, Pokemon Sun and Moon, and then Darksiders War Mastered Edition for PlayStation 4 out on the, nope, that's, that's, I blew it for next week, pissed about it. Yeah, that's it. Well, I guess nothing wants well, to really come out with, with Watch Dogs and, and Sun and Moon. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, and that's smart. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame Christ. I'm surprised there was that many games that came out. Yeah, they I gave it. Skip that week. I w- just to be fair, I, and I know we do it, we skip a lot of the smaller titles. Um, I'm huge in indie games, so if I see one that kind of, gets my perks up my ears or if i've read a lot of buzz about like you know for example if, when when cuphead's coming out you know i'm going to talk about that but um a lot of these titles people are going to be like where's that game where's this game you didn't talk about I, i'm sorry we apologize uh just we just didn't uh we have three things to talk about for the land of television you're excited oh yeah there's been a tv show that i know nothing about that's been canceled it was it was, it was canceled it was canceled got the futurama treatment it did, thank and thank God. And they put it on. This is Young Justice. I'm sure everyone knows by now. But yeah, every everyone. Well, besides you, you, you don't watch. I didn't even know what the fuck. You it don't was. watch this kind of stuff. So no, I watch good television. Easy, brother. A lot I'm of just kidding, millions, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm millions kidding. of people. Twenty five million. Plus Wait for my top disagree. three. Wait for my top three. It's a little embarrassing. Yeah, it really is. Um, so it got canceled after season two. It was a huge cliffhanger. I mean, everyone was pissed. I mean, I, I don't know even know what was the cliffhanger. I, I don't want to, just in case it's, people... How old is that season well, two? Come on. I'm just basically dark sides kind of coming into play, stuff like that. So, I mean, you got, this follows Nightwing, Robin, Superboy, Aqualad, Kid Flash, Miss Martian, all them people. Netflix put on season two, and I guess everyone, they, they kind of, everyone was basically saying, go watch it on Netflix, support it, get, you know, get the viewers up, you know, to get, you know, that season three push, and it was finally announced. There was no release date or nothing, but I'm kind of hoping for next year, but thank you, God, Netflix, for continuing to just either make their own shows or continue 
other shows because I know the other. I'm not the show we're gonna is watch. Is this a Netflix exclusive? Well, it was originally on Cartoon Network. Right, but I mean, is the new season I, like I, they did with Arrested Development? And I b- I believe so. It's going to be on. That. I believe so. Like you know, like you said, Arrested Development. I know the other crap show, Gilmore Girls, was on. No, that's Fuller Fuller House. Fuller, so Degrassi. So Nef to me, Netflix is killing it. I mean, they. They must have just millions of millions of dollars just a budget just to throw at these shows. Mm-hmm. Like do whatever you want. Yep. And they also have the viewer base of the people that cut the cord. So exactly, and that's becoming increasingly popular. And I won't be surprised soon that you know our house might be doing the same soon because Comcast is ridiculous. Not touching it. Okay, I don't blame you. But it, it, it's it's the truth though. But then it's Not the same it. thing. You know, you see people flip flopping that Verizon back. Just, just to get the deals. I'm a big fan and supporter of Comcast. That's I, all I'll say. Hey, great. I mean, sometimes they they do good things there. That's all. I'll leave it at that. The customer experience is the number one product. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm not talking about Comcast Customers. ever again on this podcast. I'm not bringing that into this world right here. I'm going to keep it out. You got but it. But I'm right. with you. And by the way, Comcast did partner with Netflix. So Netflix content will become the X1 platform on an on-demand kind of display so that's good to know brother uh, aren't you embarrassed <laughs> but <laughs> Listen, yeah i never understand the chipotle people <laughs> so we're, we're on a sebastian maniscalco kick here <laughs> he's the fucking best comedian going right now by the way <clears throat> and bill burr yeah i, I agree they're both freaking correct hilarious. bill burr is the best comedian going nowadays but sebastian's got the funnier stand-ups specials than bill lately bill's newer stand-up in the black and white one well oh, he's coming out a new one's coming out i this know year, but so. i didn't care for the black and white one I hear you. so much I hear you. um but Sebastian's have gotten increasingly better with Aren't You Embarrassed being yeah. my favorite in 2014. It, it was hilarious. But Young Justice, everyone get hype, it's coming back. Which will lead us to our top three. And all credit to Sam for this top three. Sam is usually top three characters of this, top three episodes of this, top three sagas of this. Full credit to my man across the table from me right now who texted me 6 o'clock in the morning when his brain's fresh and running, says to me, Based off of this Young Justice news, which sounds to me like a band, uh, let's do a top three of top three TV shows that were canceled too soon and that you want to come back. And, oh, my and, God. And I literally pulled over to the side of the road. Yeah, you were like, dude, great, great suggestion. So, obviously, Young Justice, it would have been on my list if, you know. But my number three, I don't know if you ever heard of it, but it was called Magic City. Mm-hmm. It went for two seasons on Stars. Mm-hmm. Our boy Jeffrey. Talk to me about it yeah. all the time. Our boy Jeffrey D. Morgan. Mm-hmm. He was the lead. Um, you had Stephen Strait. You had uh, Danny Houston, who's actually going to be in the Wonder Woman movie. Mm. Um, Is he playing Wonder Woman? Her sister. Um, <coughs> it, it's it's set in like the 1959 Miami. Um, Jeffrey uh, D. Morgan's character owns a hotel, and basically to keep it running, he has to kind of ask a favor. Or, the gangster to kind of keep it, you know, going, and eh, some crap happens, and the, the end of season. I liked you were about to say that word. You know, so it's keeping it clean. I try on a podcast, unlike the NAS Classic Edition, which <laughs> fucked it up. So, the season two it ended on a big cliffhanger, and then I think the day after then it, it canceled it. I was pissed, but there may be a movie in the works. I think um, Star said that they're writing the movie, but it's I didn't hear nothing official or no date, nothing like that. So fingers crossed, but. For two seasons, a little slow, but it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. If Negan is in that movie, I'm pumped. Yeah, definitely. My number three, uh, and again, all credit to Sam for the top three. All credit to my fiance for the for getting me into this show for the top three. This top three was something that was difficult for me to think of because two of the three shows I originally had weren't canceled. They just ended too soon, in my opinion. So I had to kind of refocus. 
and think about shows that were canceled, hard canceled too soon. And I never watched a second of this show until we moved in together. And now I've seen all three seasons and the movie. And I bought her the reunion DVD of the characters starring the wonderful, beautiful, fantastic, stunning Kristen Bell, Veronica Mars. Okay. I was like, where's he going with this? Okay. That makes sense. A show I've never watched. Never. But I highly recommend. But I do love Kristen Bell. Highly recommend Veronica Mars, especially the first season. The first season's full of twists, full of turns, and it's the introduction of the character. She's still kind of young at that point. I think she's, I think she's supposed to be sixteen or seventeen in, in yeah, that season. Show, I think seventeen in that. Not in real life. She was older than that in real life. She was in her twenties when it started. I think, but I think she plays a sixteen or seventeen year old because I believe season one is her senior year, and then season two starts college, or maybe that's her senior year. Season three goes into college. I forget what the whole timeline is on that. Uh, totally forget but anyway season one really really good it's got amanda seafried in it and she's also lovely um so as a storytelling kind of mechanism it she, her dad is or was the sheriff to the police department now a pi private investigator and she helps him out on the side and she's you know a, a, genius. a genius with that kind of stuff and she you know there's a crazy murder mystery that entangles in the entire first season of Who Done It. And it actually got me, which was really good. I did not guess it, which is always a positive. Um, and then it, you know, the relationships it builds and the love triangles and the twists and the turns. And it gets canceled after three seasons. The really neat thing about Veronica Mars, only three seasons, like I said, but a few years ago, 2011, 2012, whatever it was, they kind of, you know, everybody's asking movie, 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 reunion, 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 whatever. So they put it out on Kickstarter. Okay, you want to give us two million dollars? Fund the movie. Two, I think it was two or three million dollars. Yeah, two point three, or it was something, something like it was that. Low. Okay, we'll get this done. Not only was it the fastest Kickstarter at the time to ever hit its goal, it was also the highest grossing Kickstarter in percentages. It might even still be to this day in percentages, not overall number, percent to whatever the goal was. So if you raise, if your goal is a dollar and you raise a million. But you have a million dollar goal, and you raise a million and one. The million dollars more because of the percentage. Oh, of course, the, my, my the reason I, I kind of shook my head there. <clears throat> I know Stephen Amell and his brother or cousin Robbie Amell. They're doing. They did the same thing. Movie. It's called uh, Code Eight. They did the same thing. Had a goal, and it went over like over a million. Or that's what I'm, I'm thinking. I thought they they kind of sent me an email basically saying we were like the highest or like the fastest grossing whatever to go over something like right. that. And at the time that the Veronica Mars Kickstarter happened, it was the best and fastest and highest and all this stuff. And the movie got greenlit. The movie got made and it was a really good movie it's on all the premiums for free but we have it right over there really solid movie so that would be my recommendation to check out that movie but i would really love a fourth season comeback for veronica Mars. and i was well i'm pretty sure when um because she was on the show house of lies yes and that i canceled after season five we did a nice run no, I, I thought it came no they can't sw- okay yeah that's done so it was a really good it, show it, it was funny she especially was, the first two seasons she was she was awesome and i think i watched one interview and i think they said are you doing a sequel to the movie and it was like she still wants to do a veronica mars like sequel movie so you might you might have that going for yeah you. as opposed to a season four a sequel movie makes more sense it's less of a commitment shorter time frame quicker turnaround and you can get a quick pop from just the one kind of hour and a half viewing but i'd be hype on anything new veronica mars again all thanks to to the sleeping giant up there <laughs> ashley my number two um, and by sleeping giant, I mean sleeping beauty. Yeah, you got it. I let it go. Um, this this show, it sadly only went one season. Um, it was on Fox. 
I'm sure everyone knows it was Firefly. Um, created Great by show. you know, created by Joss Whedon. You know, obviously he directed Avengers One, Avengers Two. Um, Nathan Fillion, Alan Tudyk, uh, Marina Baccarina. Pretty sure that's how you pronounce her last name. Only ran for 14 episodes. Um, I don't know if the budget was just too high. I mean, I don't think their their viewer viewership was was okay. It didn't really get that cult following until after. And I didn't even watch the show until it um it came out on Blu-ray. I was like, was all, you know, my buddy Toby was always, dude, it was a great show. You got to watch it. And I like Nathan Fillion. He was in Castle and Alan Tudyk's pretty funny. He was in Dodgeball. He was the pirate. Um, I gave it a shot and I, I, I didn't want it to end. I was completely disappointed after I was like, oh, man, it's only 14 episodes. And then I was like, oh, crap, they released a movie in 05. It was called Serenity. Um, that was pretty good. Some major character deaths in the actual the movie. Um, I was hoping that I don't think the movie was a big success. I think it almost kind of broke even, maybe made a few bucks. I was hoping for a sequel, but after that, it doesn't look good. But to me, if you're a nerd or if you liked, um, it was like a space, it was like a space western. So maybe if you like maybe um, Star Trek or even if you watch anime like Cowboy Bebop or something like that. I think you really loved Firefly and was, was sad to see it go. Firefly was a great show. It, it just sucks. 14 it's a very episodes. limited run. Yeah, 14 episodes. I mean, it sucks. Mm-hmm. But I, I, to me, it's worth watching. Yeah. I, I bought the blur. 15 bucks. <clears throat> I was torn between Veronica Mars for my number three, Twin Peaks, and then this show for my number two. Kind of throwing them out there, right? I chose this show for my number two. And, be, and I'm... I'm it's not a cop-out. It was canceled for an unfortunate, not an unfortunate circumstance. Tragic? No. Nobody, it, it, it was, you know what, no. F that. They could have changed course. Misha, uh, all right, hold on. Let's just say the show first, because yeah. it was also yeah. on Fox. <clears throat> Had a four-season run. Uh, after season three's cliffhanger ending, not cliffhanger ending, it was not a cliffhanger. After season three's ending, people were totally over it. Um, the OC. And yes, <laughs> yes, I'm a male. And yes, I said that. And I say it with pride. I can literally quote that entire show. Got the box set. Love it. I'm not even going to lie. I can't help myself. The first three seasons of that show are absolutely fantastic. This feels borderline inappropriate. <laughs> I love that show. And guess what? Everybody that I've gotten to watch that show likes it, including Ryan and Bill and, and, and Mayo. And- I, I never seen the show. I just know Jim Gordon, Ben McKenzie is one of the leads. Yep, Ben McKenzie, Adam Brody, uh, Misha Barton, Rachel Bilson, all both females. Very, she, very attractive. I think, I think she was in Jumper, if I'm not mistaken. I think. I, I've never seen Jumper. Don't care about it. Is that Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? No, that's... Um, uh, Looper. B- 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 that's no, Looper. No, yeah, that's, uh, that's Looper. the dude that Jumper played, is Mark who Wahlberg? Who played uh, Skywalker. Hayden, oh, Mark, Hayden Christensen. Oh, Hayden Christensen. He was also in that journalism movie. Really good. Um, anyway, um, I love that movie. I don't care. I love the OC. It's really, really good. And they, you know, it's, no, it's, more, more, over, it's over 10 years old that it ended at this point, or maybe this might be the 10th year that it ended, I think. I think it might be ended in 06. But uh, when Misha Barton's character, Marissa, was killed, everybody rioted and said, fuck it, we're done with you. And it got canceled. Midway through season four, they finished out the season. It was some horrible, horrible thrown together endings. What, just the, the ratings were low and they just canceled mm-hmm. it? 
Yeah, because he killed off the main one of the main characters in a dumb, stupid way for a dumb, stupid reason that you couldn't justify, and now it's and now it's over. They could have just had her paralyzed in a wheelchair. I think that would have been worse. I would have stopped. But that fourth <laughs> season is literally painful to get through. It, we, you know, Ash and I recently revisited it within the last year, and we binged the entire first three. We get to four. We're like two, three episodes into four. Sad. <laughs> My sister's got one. <laughs> Sad, uh, and we and we just we stopped, and we literally have not gone back to it since. Then it's just, and I'll watch the first three seasons over and over again. Season and I can quote, it. I can quote the OC up there with I can with my Degrassi quoting and my Degrassi knowledge. That's how much OC knowledge I got up there. God help and, I, you. and like I said, <laughs> I'm completely fine with it. I got a beautiful woman twenty feet away from me at this moment. More power to you for admitting this on the My podcast. first concert was in sync. My friend Greg Throw it Hall. at you. My friend Greg Hall. <laughs> That's right. Born and bred, Philadelphia. Okay. Bring it to me. My number one. Went for three seasons. This should be the number one for everybody. Everybody. It was on HBO. Deadwood. CJ Mellon literally just went, <laughs> But Deadwood was so effing good. I mean, you had Ian McShane, who... After this show, they became instantly one of my favorite actors. Every other word out of his mouth was a curse word. I mean, he literally grabs this one chick by her yeah, mean. I ain't going to say it, but it is... By the Trump? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I remember watching an interview with Ian McShane, and when they did that scene, it was like the first day shooting. He was like, I just met this chick, and I got to grab her, you know. He's like, it was, it, was, it was interesting first. I just thought it was hilarious. You had Ian McShane, Timothy Oliphant, Jim Beaver, and a gun, who was in Breaking Bad. yep. Yep. Went for three seasons. It was a Western in the 1870s. Love the Westerns. It was you know, loosely based on a true story. Every, you know, there was historical characters throughout the whole show. Um, Actually, I'm going to rewatch it when we're done this. This is sparking me to get no, back into no, it. It's, as uh, soon as you leave, it's going on. It's it's such a good show. Uh, I, I, I can't even say enough good things about the whole show. The only I have a little positive. So, CJ, I don't know if you know about it. it earlier this year, I guess HBO kind of greenlit. Uh, I think his name is David Mlitch, the creator, to write a script for a movie. So hopefully we'll get a little movie to kind of close out the show because I hate when they don't finish the damn ending and you just leave me with it. I, I, I get pissed. And this was freaking hilarious show, great acting. I highly you love sp- acting. <laughs> I love pissing. I highly, highly recommend you. Check out Deadwood. It was HBO. I'm sure it's on demand now. I think you can watch all three seasons. Why was it canceled? To be honest, I think it's the um, maybe the budget was a little bit too high, just because you know they had to build the whole western, you know, the whole western set and everything, a little town. Yeah, but they're doing something similar with Westworld right now. Where it's not a true western. It's more of that's just the setting for the bigger story. But well, maybe this was westerns are drawing people in. I mean, this was you know quite Red a few. Dead Redemption. This, this same was thing. this was quite a few years ago. I'm, I'm so I'm thinking maybe they just didn't have all the money that HBO has now. Um, I mean, I thought the viewers were always there. It's not like no one was watching the damn show. Mm. I mean, HBO was kept going. I'm trying to think of a show that they kept going where it should have ended. I can't think of nothing off the top. You're talking about just HBO in general? Oh, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just thinking shows that that kept going that should have been canceled. I don't shows know. I, that I, kept I, going. That's a, that's a good top three right there. Shows that kept going. We'll do this. We'll do this. Shows that kept going. On HBO only we're talking yeah, about, Yeah, that, right? that's why I'm, I'm trying to think. Um, Entourage. See, I, I loved Entourage. I loved it. I think it was probably, probably too long in the tooth there for Entourage. Uh, 
I don't know. I'm, I'm just glad we got the movie from that. But that I, movie sucked. What, are you serious? It had me laughing from Aren't the... Aren't you embarrassed? From the very first line, I'm cracking up. It sucked. That's so, I mean, to me, guys, just please check out Deadwood. I promise you. This is what I think of Honoraj. This is what I think of Honoraj the movie. Here's, here's the, the Blu-ray case. If you snap the disc, I will... They'll make me drop kick you right here on the podcast. It's in my hand right now. Okay, well, get ready to get drop kick. <gasps> Clean that disc. That's right. <laughs> but guys, trust me and watch freaking Deadwood. You won't be disappointed. Just give it a shot. It's well worth it. My number one, I've already talked about a bunch of times, so I'm not going to go into detail. Um, I know, shocking, I'm not going to talk a lot. But uh, I've already talked to why I love this show and why I think it should be back. But it's impossible to bring back now just because the actors in it are all much, much older and on to bigger and better things. Freaks and geeks. I had a feeling you were going to say that. I, I did say it. I never watched it. Yeah, it's on, like, it's on Netflix. Through. You just have to. It's, it's one, one 18 season? Episode. 18 episodes. Yeah. That's it. And it's the 45-minute episodes. It's amazing. It's amazing. You know the kid in Waiting? Who, Justin Long. No, oh, no. The no, guy who's the silent until the end. The goats, yeah. And then he just screams out at the party, you're like the smartest kid with yeah. that kid. Yeah. He's the main one of the main kids okay. in the in the show Freaks and Geeks, and it's I got know, Seth Rogen and James Franco and all these great um, Jason Siegel, just great cast of characters. I've talked about it in our top three Seth Rogen films, I believe in episode two. Yeah. I would say go listen to it on iTunes, but you can't unless you download it because the NES Classic Edition, uh, <laughs> which has nothing to do with everything it. <laughs> to do with everything. But yeah, it's just it's it was my favorite show growing up. It's my favorite show. This that, and the other. I don't think. And, and just to lay this out there, my top three would have been The Wonder Years, Breaking Bad, and Dexter, but they were not canceled. They ended. Yeah. I do not believe that The Wonder Years was canceled. I think The Wonder Years just, just ended. So if The Wonder Years was canceled, that would be my number one immediately, but I think that just ended. I mean, the only thing I could add to that is I just wish Dexter ended differently. That's it. Yeah, well, again, there was all those stupid season nine rumors, but it could happen still. Uh, hey, it could it, happen. I'll, I'll be there if it ever is. And I, and so will I. And it could happen. But they totally ruined that. That's another topic for another day. But they totally they could have went this way when when Deb <laughs> saw what she saw in the church. Yep. But they went this way, and it just it ruined the, everything. It was the wrong way. It was the wrong way. It ruined everything. Um, but again, freaks and geeks. It's on Netflix. Eighteen episodes. Just go check it out. You owe it to yourself. Much like Deadwood. If you want something a little, you know. Just more comedy, a little bit more family-friendly, but more fun, kind of laid back. Freaks and Geeks is where you want to be. It's a really, really good show. Yeah, I was going to say Deadwood, maybe not so (laughs) (laughs) family-friendly. So this past uh, episode three of season seven of The Walking Dead this past week um, uh, was was on Easy Street. And just me hearing that song, I was tired of the song. I, I it was, was apparently tired. an unreleased brand new song f- just written for that show. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, even the little bit that I heard, I was like, oh. A little bit. Oh, we, we did hear it a lot. Every 30 seconds and the entire intro to the damn episode. The first yeah, five minutes I was know. just. just Poor Daryl. Really good storytelling. Like Game of Thrones with their season finale where no words were spoken. I'll put that first five minutes on mute next time I watch it. Yeah, that was and, – and then the ending song when it was uh, the Roy Orbison crying, I was like, oh, my God, the saddest song ever written. This uh, this episode really got us into the head of Dwight, um, the burnt face 
kind of Negan slave, if you will, for lack of a better term. And his tragic story. Yeah, and his tragic story, but also the tragic story of Daryl now, because Daryl's been captured by Negan, and uh, they're treating him like a prisoner, you know, putting him in, he was naked for a while, then they gave him some just shitty sweatpants and sweatshirts, and uh, just dirty, no showers, no nothing, put him in a dark room, playing that music every day, you know, it's feeding time, where they give him dog food on a roll. Oh, that, the savagery that that he's being put through, it's... But he's handling it like a no, champ. He is. Uh, I mean, I would have broke down. <laughs> yeah, and he and he was brought in front of Negan. Negan gave him the opportunity to join, you know, forces with Negan. And you, know, you piss in your pants yet? Yeah. Yeah. I was and, like, oh, Jesus. And you have, uh, you know, what's your name or whatever that is. Yeah. And, and, and most people say Negan, and that means you're in. You're into the, the, the clan. But Daryl stood strong. said, Daryl. Uh, so really positive on Daryl for staying strong. Wonder if he's going to break anytime soon. But with that, it's almost difficult for him to break. But you said the same thing about Glenn, but they broke his skull. So uh, sad. <laughs> it's sad. But, but then next week's is the 90-minute episode. Yep, 90 minutes this coming Sunday. to the Tomorrow for, for when we're recording, uh, maybe potentially even today for when you're listening. And if it's Monday, yesterday. Again, just like last week, that's how time works. <laughs> Overall, good episode. I like what they're doing. They went crazy heavy gore, episode one. They went Ezekiel, funny, Carol, episode two. They're doing Dwight and Daryl, episode three. They're completely breaking up storytelling into different kind of arcs. And then coming back to And coming back. So it leaves you wanting, right? It leaves you wanting. It's smart. Now, out of the three storylines that they have going right now, right? Negan and his vicious path with Rick, Daryl's kind of torture, and Carol and Ezekiel's arc, which one do you find least fascinating? Carol. Which one do you find most fascinating? Rick. I, I have to. It, right. Just. I think that's popular vote. It, it has to be. I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, obviously Daryl's the fanboys. Everyone loves him. But yeah, I'm like, eh. I mean, it's his. It's tragic, you know, but. We're already an hour and 24 minutes into the show, and we haven't even talked movies. We got a lot of stuff to cover in movies, but it's a lot of quicker conversations. Yeah, I'm definitely going to just run through a few things. Uh, you recently, and we talked about this on the show a bunch of times. The uh, Batman Cape Cru- Return of the Cape Crusader Blu-ray, which you said you were going to bring over today and let me borrow, but you didn't. Thank you. Uh, a brand new concert. With, I was with, thinking with Adam West. With Adam West. Next time, next week, I'll bring it. No, no. You, I mean, you went out yesterday to try me buying me an NAS Classic Edition, so it was, mm. you know, I, I, I will forgive you. But the Adam West uh, voiced Batman comes back for the animation. Uh, we talked about that feature like film. What'd you think? Uh, for for what it was, the, the animation was awesome. You know, I, I can't say anything bad about that. It was only seventy eight minutes long. It was a little uh, just just like how the, the TV show was. It was it was goofy. You know, your, your pal Carplunks. I mean, at one time, you know, let's just say something happens to Batman. You may not want to say. I don't want to say he's under a spell, but him and Robin have a a utility belt showdown. Which that was pretty funny. I was cracking up. I mean, they got a a bat rocket. Or bat rocket ship. They're going into space. Um, it was kind of fun. You had some cameos um, with villains. You know, Mr. Freeze was in there. I thought that was awesome. Joker's voice, he sounded a little Scottish to me. So I wasn't... His laugh was okay, but I wasn't too big of a, a fan of that. Um, but it was good to see, you know, the originals. Adam West, Burt Ward, um, Julie uh, Newmar to come back as new Batman, Robin, Catwoman. That was pretty good. Is it the best movie I ever seen? No, but I, I enjoyed it. You know, there already there's already a sequel in the works. You know, obviously you got to make that quick as you know quick as possible because they ain't spring chickens no more. Better than the Killing Joke? I mean, it, to me that depends. 
if you I don't know if you read the Killing Joke. I know they're two different source yeah, materials. And, 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 and I know they're two different things. And that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, did you watch from them? an overall entertainment standpoint though? I mean, which had you more entertained? It's more. I see. Like it's it's. Am which I, had you more? Am I in the mood for comedy or I? Which had you? Which had you more entertained? Probably the Killing Joke. If I had to say. Mm. I'm probably not what you probably wanted to hear. Um, I don't know. It's just a little too goofy for me. I, obviously, the, our TV I show like was goof, way... You know, that's what I'm saying. You're, you're, I think you're going to like... Don't get me wrong. I did laugh. I, I did enjoy the movie. But I love cheese. I do. I really do. Cheese is my thing. I love cheese. It's boring. It's, it's, it's goofy, zany, wacky stuff that I really enjoy. Um, and I'm excited to watch it. I'll give it a watch when you let me borrow it eventually. You know, I, I wonder, though, what's going to come first. You buying the 3DS and sign a movie. <laughs> you let me borrow that movie. Or us getting our hands on an NES Classic Edition. Well, your best bet is probably me. Despite the Classic Edition. No, no I was saying, <laughs> in order, it's probably Pokemon Movie 3DS. In, in order. Um, but it, it was worth it. I'll, I would say definitely check it out. Something I really like about what we do on this show, and I'm sorry in the last two, three minutes if you've had any technical difficulties, if you heard like a buzzing noise, um, something was going wonky with the mic, so apologize uh, during Sam's talk of that movie. Um, but something I really like about what we do is, here is we can talk about something months, years after it came out. Oh, yeah. We don't have to just wait for something to have come out and then for us to talk about it. We've talked about the movie a bunch of times in the show, but we've never reviewed it because neither one of us have seen it. You finally saw it. What would you think of World of Warcraft? And, and that's been a movie I've been saying to, to Machi, even Brian. I was like, yeah, I'm going to see it next week. A month later, I finally seen it. Um, I saw it in, you know, I have the 3D TV. I saw it in 3D. Um, I thought visually it was awesome. I, I thought that was awesome. Um, Which means it sucked. No, no. When you have to no, say no, visually no, I, it's awesome. No, I Though wouldn't. the graphics are really good for this no, game, d- it means it sucks. Just hear me out. That's all. I, I thought uh. the, I thought the beginning, like, it was a little, I understand they're setting it up. They're setting up the story. So I can kind of under, kind of. How long was the movie? Two hours. So it took two hours to set up a story for another two hour movie. Basically, no, okay. but no. It, I just wanted to make sure that that, that, that is real. No, but okay. I, I guess I could see why Brian was saying that he wasn't. I guess thrilled with the movie. He just maybe thought it was okay. Um, me being not knowing anything, I never played World of Warcraft, so I, I probably I know I didn't get any of the the references. I'm sure that were right staring me right in front of the you know in my face. Um, I know Machi or boy Machi loved. He said it was great. I just thought it was okay. Um, just just for me being like and when I used to play Warhammer because obviously there was orcs all kinds of stuff. So I mean, that's I did like that aspect. The fight scenes they were awesome. Um, a couple good pe- a couple good actors in it. Um, Dominic Cooper, he played the king. He had played a good part. Uh, Daniel Wu, he I think he played a voice. He was actually he's in a show called Into the Badlands on AMC. You should check that out. It's pretty. I, I hated it. You know, like oh, I hated it. I thought that was it was so bad it was Mad Max done wrong. Oh, I I, I freaking loved it. Hated it. I'm I'm sorry to hear that. Ben Foster was a a crazy mage. He was probably one of my favorite parts of the whole the whole movie. Just his, his powers and what he could actually do. That was pretty sick. But overall, I just thought it was okay. I assume a sequel is going to come down the line because it did make over $420 million. So, no, I'm sure we'll get another one. <clears throat> and if you want to borrow that, you're more than welcome. Don't even want to touch it. <laughs> Don't bring it into this household. Damn. So negative. Uh, I didn't have it in the show rundown, but I wanted to bring it up. Coming out this week on Blu-ray, Finding Dory and the extended and regular versions of Suicide Squad. Both coming out November 15th. Are you sure? I thought Suicide Squad was December. Is it? I'll be pissed because somebody told me it was this Tuesday. No, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Suicide Squad's December thirteenth. I'll be pissed because if I can't, if I have to buy Finding Dory without 
Suicide Squad. Yeah. I'll be pissed. I'm looking right now. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Damn it, it is. I, I know Finding Dory's coming out. That, that one I know I just punched the table. I'm so pissed. Sorry. It's, right. it's before, still before Christmas. And, of course, you know, we got to see that them extra minutes. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be some. All right, whatever. Finding Dory's out. And I, and I hit the mic. So that's perfect. With my device. <laughs> this is great. Anyway, this is why I don't, this is why I put things in the rundown. Because when I go off the cuff, I'm like Nintendo at the NES Classic <laughs> Edition, and I drop the ball. Jesus. It's only like 15 digs so far. Uh, Michael Keaton is going to be yeah, – he hold on. Let me put, set this up. He recently played Birdman in the movie Birdman. Just been cast for a new role. I, I just I just like Michael Keaton, full circle. Love Michael Keaton. I, I mean, I've liked since Night Shift. Multiplicity. Oh, of course. Good one. I mean, gung-ho. My favorite Michael Keaton movie. And no, not being sarcastic. Watch Night Shift. Gung-ho. He was, gung-ho. He was, watch, he was hilarious. You watch Gung-ho. I'll watch Night Shift in that piece of shit Warcraft movie. We'll have some drinks and we'll call it a night. <laughs> Perfect. So, but I, I just like where he started. Batman. Birdman. Vulture. It's finally confirmed by Kevin Feige that he is, in fact, going to be in... Feige. Is it... it I, I, I just hear so much different pronunciations of his freaking last name. Um... But I'm pretty excited to actually to see him in this role. You ever seen Birdman? I own it. Yep. Okay. Great movie. I, I don't like that the, the Blu-ray is red. It's not a red ray. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know what to say after that. Your face right there. You went. I was like, eh. And for all the people listening on the podcast, his face went like this. <laughs> <laughs> they got it. But yeah, so it's it's good to see him come back and can't wait for the Spider-Man movie. It's going to be sweet. Homecoming is going to be amazing. Probably... Probably my my July. the movie besides maybe Deadpool two probably the movie I'm looking forward to most. That is July seventh next year, so it's coming quick. Uh, the X Men franchise may be heading in a different direction, and I read somewhere. Well, I read on IGN that they could be going towards Dark Phoenix, which is a great storyline. Jean Grey just goes nuts, um, and it's also interesting that um, Jennifer Lawrence, James McAvoy, Michael Fassbe- uh, Michael Fassbender, their contracts are up. So now it's, are they going to sign on to do... I love Jennifer Lawrence, man. I mean, well... Right see, up there with the Kristen Bells of the world. See, with her now, now she, she's big time. So now she, maybe she doesn't want to, you know, sit in that chair for five hours and get all that... Prosthetic. All that makeup, all that crap on. You know, she, she made it now, so she don't have to do it. So it'd be inter- interesting to see if... Yeah, but for the, for the character, though, it's more to money. There's more to life than money. Oh, of course. I mean, but I don't think she's... I, if if I actually meant that though, I would pay five thousand dollars for the NES Classic Edition. <laughs> but even 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 so, like even though the last movie that came out, she was barely even in the makeup. She, she's lucky if she had five minutes in you know it in right. makeup. So right. it's like, well, maybe I, they can do something about that. Kind of weave weave that in, you know. That's why I'm, I'm kind of saying, are they going to bring new characters in? Are they going to sign? So I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Um, also, in the same article, they were talking about Deadpool, and obviously Deadpool's two has not come out yet. Uh, lost this director recently. We covered that on a previous episode, but they're already in talks. Nothing's in nothing's in pre-production or anything like that. Obviously, the second one still has to be made, um, but they're already in talks of a Deadpool three and a possible alignment with X Force. Yeah, they they want to they want to bring X Force in, and that's that's a big deal. That's you know Foxes have to, they have to get this right because they can't afford another little flop like the Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four, which was terrible. Like I've said, I cannot, I, I, it's music to my ears when you say something sucks because it really has to suck for you not to find and, and a positive. And, 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 and that's super, not a slight against you. And it's a superhero, a and it's a superhero movie, and I, you know, I like them films. Yeah, you like the band Sick Puppies, so you know. Oh God damn! It's, it's, <laughs> but 
and and it's like shout out to sick puppies. I'm kidding. I'm and, kidding. And this and like the X Force is more. They're more um, like a, a more aggressive rather than. Like, I mean, X Men. Don't get me wrong. They're they're aggressive, but X Force kind of. I don't, don't want to say don't give an F, but they're maybe a little more badass. I don't know if that's the right word, but I'm hyped to actually see. I'm just hyped to see Deadpool. I want to see him in his white uniform. I want to see him in every possible thing you can throw him in. Of course, and as long as as Reynolds, long as Reynolds in the suit, bring Reynolds. I'm happy. Mission Impossible Six. Oh jeez. I gotta give props to Tom Cruise, man. Another I have, one. I have to, dude. His movies are great. He was fucking hanging from an airplane. And they did like eight takes of it. He just hanging from a goddamn airplane. I mean, say what you want about Tom Cruise, Scientology, whatever, what have you. This, Tom Cruise in the closet. Oh my god. He, he's a fantastic actor. Sure I, is. I, 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 that I, I can't no, say. No, you're anything. right. It's just like just like Nick Cage. But. I love Nick Cage. That's my boy. Of course you do. That's oh my, my god, he's terrible. No, of course you like Nicolas Cage. Going oh in sixty god. seconds. Oh my Banger. god, this one movie, National Treasures. Wh- wh- the, really? No, don't, the, Wicker Man. Really? Wicker Man the was Wicker his, Man? his worst movie. That was his no, worst movie. No. Bullshit. I already can tell you a different. I can already tell you a worse one, and you may not have heard of it. You talk, I'll find. Okay. Well, Mission Impossible Six. They gave the release date of July twenty seventh, two thousand eighteen which also coincides with the release date of Aquaman. So I'd imagine one of these movies are going to you know, either get bumped or pushed up. It, I can't see. These are too big of movies to compete against each other. Um, I would like to see Aquaman get pushed up because I would rather see Aquaman before Mission Impossible. Nothing against Mission Impossible, but... Dying of the Light, Left Behind, and Pay the Ghost. They're the three I'm talking about. I never seen them. Dog shit. I never. Well, they're probably worse than the Wicker Man, especially. I don't know. Wicker Man was terrible. No, terrible. especially Pay the Ghost. Pay the Ghost was. Terrible. I never even heard of that. Terrible. But I'll always like Nick Cage. That's it. For his one good role. No, that's perfectly fine. No, he's cut the fuck out of here. Mission Impossible Six, same release date as Aquaman. Call Drogo. I'm trying to think of his real name. It is. Take your time. It is. Starts with a J. Jackie Gleason. Got it. Jason Momoa. Yeah, that's it. Jason Mimosa. <laughs> yeah, Mimosas. That's it. But an, another little movie that kind of teased was um, Pacific Rim Maelstrom, which is the sequel. I, I love Pacific Rim. Love Kaiju. The only thing, the only complaint I have about that movie is the one line of Idris Elba. He's like, "This world, the apocalypse." Dude, I still, dude, every, <laughs> dude, just go watch. You whisper every episode, the whole episode, <laughs> to not wake up Ashley. And in this one, you scream at the top of your lungs. And I didn't make out a word you said besides the word apocalypse. I, but that, and watch the movie. When he says it again, I guarantee you're gonna. What's bust the line? I, I, he sets up the whole thing. He's like, "They're about to go to war." He's like, "We'll be." This will be the end of the apocalypse. Dude, it, it, it's the funniest The end thing. of the apocalypse? Just trust me. I'm going to send you the goddamn link. On I'll Facebook. just YouTube it. I'll, I'm, I'm going to find you that part. But anyway, the director, Stephen Esting Knight. Not Guillermo del Toro. Correct. The creator of Spartacus tweeted the first, you know, I guess day one of filming of, you know, Pacific Rim Maelstrom. So. It's, a, it's officially under uh, underway, yep. which is awesome because I like I like that movie. You like the movie a lot more than other people have liked that movie. Um, I, giant monsters battling, like it's, banging. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, I really like it. Um, so let's talk about, and we'll wrap the show up with movies coming out this week. Week week, pardon the alliteration. It's a week week. Uh, there is a movie that's going to dominate, 
Um, oh, yeah, easily. There, there's a movie that's going to dominate uh, based on its universe, and this, that, and the other. We'll save that one for last. Uh, movies coming out this week, The Edge of Seventeen, Bleed for This, A Street Cat Named Bob, Manchester by, in, by the Sea, The Take, Officer Down, and then the big one, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, starring none other than Who Cares? Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne, Catherine Waterson, and Colin Farrell. And Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller, yep. And John Boyd. I hate Ezra Miller. Give him a chance. See Perks for Wallflower. He was pretty good in that. Yeah, actually, I do like that because Emma Watson's in it. Yeah, and she's that was another one. And Logan Lerman. That, that was a good movie. But this movie's two hours and 13 minutes. Um, obviously, I guess he's traveling with a suitcase. Maybe he drops it. Some beasts escape. And he has to collect them before, I guess, the muggles find them or they wreak havoc against the world. But I'm pretty hyped to see Colin Farrell as an evil wizard. Yeah, Colin Farrell, um, to me, doesn't get put in enough big roles. He's almost like a Nick Cage to me. You know he's only 40? Oh, I, I, one of my favorite movies by him. Phone Booth. Booth. Exactly. Boom. Are you serious? Yeah, I swear to God. I, I, oh, I, I love Phone Booth. I love Phone Booth. I love Phone Booth a lot. I know our boy Alex hates it. He goes, he just stood in Phone Booth. I'm pissed. Uh, the worst movie he was ever in worse than anything Nick Cage has ever done uh, Winter's Tale I heard of it it's, it's, it was a book yeah, yeah and they put it into a movie it's like we we watched it uh, maybe two Decembers ago when it, when it first came out on premiums I think it was HBO oh my god that bad oh. that bad I would I would take and you know how I love bad movies yeah. I love bad movies that are bad so bad they're good like The Happening like Samurai Cop like The Room Dragon Ball Evolution no, that show's bad, but it's so <laughs> bad that it's bad. Uh, there's my collection of some bad movies down there: Samurai oh. Cop, Samurai Cop Two, The Happening, The, the happening. Room. Terrible, right? But it's if you watch it as a comedy, it's fantastic. Just Mark Wahlberg's face. <laughs> I can't think. Uh, but this movie looks awesome. Winter Tale. No, I'm saying terrible. Oh. Just it's it's not even so bad. It's good. It's so bad. It's bad. But Fantastic Beasts is gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Set in the same kind of universe as Harry Potter. So. And I think there's gonna be four more movies after this. Like holy shit. <laughs> Yeah. Like that's, hey, we found the Fantastic Beast. That's the sequel, right? <laughs> we lost them. That's number three. And Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. That's number four. Well, that's the second of the Harry Potter. So I don't oh, think. Shit, what's the first one? The Gobbler Sorcerer. Goblet, uh, Goblet of Fire is four. Uh, I thought it was Harry Prisoner Potter. Basketball Harry Basketball. Potter and Attack of the Talking Toilets. That's the eighth one that's coming out. Right, <laughs> right, right. Did you know what the Attack of the Talking Toilets actually is? Captain Underpants. That's Captain Underpants. And which I believe is also coming out with a movie. I think it's what? next. I think it's next year. Check it. Check, um, uh, hold on now, because if we haven't no, talked about that no. on this podcast so, yet, so you check that out now. And whoever, I mean, if you were in grade school and at least our school, Saint Anselm, that we always had a, um, the library, the what was it called? It was like a little bazaar. It's the book fair. The book fair. Whatever. I, okay. So they brought all the stuff into the library. And you can go around and buy. I books bought and every damn volume of Captain Underpants. Every one of them. I still have a couple. I, I I know mine are gone now, but I remember that it was pretty funny. And as Greg's face is, I was correct. Booyah. Captain Underpants. It's, it's next year, right? 2017 animation action comedy. I told you. Oh my god. Yeah, so Professor it, Poopy Pants is in it. Yep. Dude, Kevin Hart, Nick Kroll, Kristen Schaal, Ed Helms, Thomas Middleditch, Jordan Peele, Leslie Nickel. Yeah. What a freaking cast. What a cast. I can't believe you didn't know about that. I thought you did. Dude, Ed Helms plays Captain Underpants. Oh, wow. I, I didn't know that he was playing him. That's awesome. 
Oh my god! So hopefully we'll maybe see a trailer, a little teaser trailer soon, and you know we'll definitely throw that up on you know we podcast we know. I hate Kevin Hart with everything I've got, but I will see this movie because it's an animated movie and oh, he won't be in it. Ex- oh, oh, just his voice, and I will mute. Okay, oh, I can't wait. Oh my no. god, this might actually be more hype for me than Spider Man. Uh, well, that's, I, that's that's big. I, Captain Underpants, though. No, I, I, is, I'm hype. I'm they hype. re-released the books at like Target I know, recently, I know. and I, I'm pretty sure like a couple new ones also yeah. came out too. So, oh my god, I cannot wait. So, yeah. You know what this reminds me of? The Lego Movie. I feel like it's gonna have that same vibe. Kind of adult oh, humor. I hope, I hope. but kind of kid animation. So, dude, that's, that's awesome, you know? Yep. So this is the sweet 16th birthday party for We Podcast and We Know Things. It's been a fun ride. Sam, do you have anything to add before we sign off? Nintendo is the last little dig. Just come out with, let us pre-order. I'm, I'm, I'm being nice. I ain't going to come out of as, as rough as you did. Just let us pre-order. That's it. That's all I asked for, right? I mean, it's a little difficult now that it's out. I guess it's maybe just maybe... Uh, you release a quantity, and maybe we can reserve the part of that quantity. But I'm good just with give, I'm good with giving us an announcement before you re-release. Just give it the news. Give the freaking GameStops whoever shows more than twelve systems because that's a joke. And that's it. That's the last negative thing I will say today. I'm very disappointed in you, Nintendo. But it has been the Sweet 16 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name's Greg Hall. This is Sam Mator across the table from me. We are very excited to bring you next week's episode, episode 17, but it'll be a week. Until then, enjoy this one and enjoy your week. Well done, old chum.